Welcome back, or welcome to the ABCs of Disability Planning podcast. My name is Eric Jorgensen. I'm the host of the ABCs of Disability Planning podcast. I'm also the founder of Special Needs Navigator. Started Special Needs Navigator to help families, individuals, and professionals navigate the maze of benefits, resources, and services available to those with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Today's podcast was with Andrea Roberts. Andrea has started not one, but two different, very different nonprofits. The first one she started was called Reese's Rainbow, and it helps place in children who have Down syndrome from overseas with adoptive parents. That's not the focus of today's podcast, but I think it speaks to the depth of Andrea's commitment to helping families who have children with disabilities. Because when she was done with that, she didn't just rest on her laurels. She started a second nonprofit five years ago called A Mother's Rest. And it is redefining respite for parents and caregivers. There's a lot in this episode. She talks about the two physical locations that she has, one in Maryland, one in Georgia. She charges $50, a suggested donation for those. She has her porch partners around the country that are bed and breakfast who have, vol- who have voluntarily offered reduced rates to families to give them to give couples and individuals an opportunity to get away. And she's offering this new line, well, it's not offered yet, but it will be offered pretty soon, called Me Time Retreats, where if you can't afford a weekend, maybe you can do one day. Now, what's, what's fascinating about all of this is that Andrea is bootstrapping this. It was the generosity of a, of a few donors that allowed her to purchase her physical in locations in Maryland and Georgia. And this is not inexpensive. Anybody that has owned a house knows everything that, goes, that can possibly go wrong with it. Well, the houses Andrea purchased are on the historic register. So it's not just fixing the house. It's, it's fixing the house to meet within historic requirements. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please consider supporting A Mother's Rest. More importantly, please consider utilizing A Mother's Rest if you are a caregiver. It is an epidemic in our country that caregivers are being overworked, undervalued. I hear you. I see you. I want you to know that there are resources out there. There's nothing else like a mother's rest that I've been able to find, but there are resources. And you know, one of Andrea's favorite sayings is you can't pour from an empty cup. So let's dive into this conversation. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, Andrea, for joining me. I'm looking forward to having you talk about the A Mother's Rest, the retreats. I do want to highlight the fact that this is your second nonprofit. Obviously, you're a glutton for punishment. Um, <laughs> but I think both of them were, were started because of your, your relationship with your and your son, right? I mean, wasn't it really Reese that started everything? Everything. Everything. Yep. I started Reese's Rainbow back in 2006, which was a program that helped families adopt children with disabilities internationally. For me, it, you know, just when I found out what happens to children abroad who are born with disabilities, I was just not okay with that. And so with my marketing and customer support expertise, I just kind of built my own website and built it from the ground up. And in that time, we've saved over 2,000 children out of foreign orphanages, which is pretty amazing, I think. 
yeah. brought a lot of attention to the fact that the majority of those children weren't even registered for international adoption because the mindset in these foreign countries was that nobody would want them anyway. So why bother with the paperwork and registering them and everything else? So above and beyond the number of children who have been successfully adopted into new families, I think that that is one of the, the greatest changes that Abrisa's Rainbow uh, helped to create knowing that, okay, we proved to them that these children are wanted. Believe it or not, they actually thought or still believe that they're wanted for body parts, which is just horrific. Like, you know, the, just it's just such a different viewpoint. Just this lack of understanding, lack of just very, very different. So we were able to prove, no, they are wanted. No, they can thrive. They are loved and they are worthy of being registered and listed for adoption. So I'm proud of that. Very, very proud. Of I, I think you should be in... in- that in and of itself would be a crowning achievement for most people. But then five years ago, you decided you were going to redefine the landscape of what it meant to, to have respite, right? I mean, that's where a mother's rest came from. Yeah, it did. You know, I mean, I, at that time I had a, what was this? This is in 2017. So how old was he? He was 15. Okay. So I had been going, going through the puberty of my own child. So not only am I, you know, trying to run this organization and saving the lives of all of these other children and working with all these families through their journeys before, during, and after, those families were burning out and, you know, they just need support. They need in-person support. But at the same time, I was like ready to crawl in a hole. Okay. And didn't, I never wanted to see anybody ever again. I couldn't handle his behaviors. It was just, it was totally out of control. So the idea to have just a place, just a bed and breakfast type kind of quiet escape was what I needed for myself and different than many other conventions or other, you know, faith-based retreats that are packed full of activities and schedules and stuff like that. I just wanted to sleep. I wanted to sleep without interruption. And I knew that if I was feeling that way, that other people could benefit from that too. And so that is our service model now. Uh, that's just totally freestyle and it has grown exponentially from what my initial vision was it's gone sideways a couple times but we're we're in a good place right now and and ready to grow even more so yeah i I remember the first retreat i went on that you had hosted i don't think i came out of my room the first day at all because it was just so nice not to have any pressure put on me right like i didn't have to go and, and be present i didn't have to just no demands. And I, I really yeah. like that model. And what I think is so fascinating is, well, there's a couple things, but what I'm going to touch on first is the fact that you have now two physical locations and you're looking for, we were talking right before I hit record, you're looking for two additional locations. So you have a location in Maryland, you have a location in Georgia, and mm-hmm. that is open to anybody, right? I mean, it's pretty, you, you will host all caregivers, yeah. all caregivers. Although on your website, when you go to schedule there, it does look like occasionally you break out specific like adopted families or, or something like that, right? Yes. Also military families, but any of those people are eligible for the general retreats. So they don't have to wait for these, you know, specific ones. That's just to help break it out. So if those people are looking for that kind of retreat. Right. And so you host those at Georgia and, and Maryland. And then you're, you mentioned military and military seems to have a really special place to your heart because you're looking at, you're trying to find a donor or donors who will help you buy another house specifically to offer respite for just military caregivers. 
And, and as a retired military person, I can tell you it's a different dynamic when I'm around fellow military than it is when I'm around civilians. I'm much more open about things. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not that I'm not an open book, but there's just things that it's hard to explain. But it's because I, I think you it's all you all connect on a different level that people in the civilian population just can't understand. I mean, it's the same way. The same reason why, you know, when we have our moms retreats, okay, these are exclusively for moms whose children have disabilities or chronic illnesses and other moms who are living, I mean, I hate to use the word normal, but what other words should I use? Okay. Regular, healthy, typically developing children are not part of that conversation and not part of that retreat because we are living a completely different life. It just, it's just true. You know, as much as and, and I don't, don't mean to offend anybody by saying this, but the reality is and a lot of our community needs to come to grip, grips with it, is that even though we, you know, we work so hard for inclusion and normalcy and fitting into that world, the reality is that we as parents, especially, are living a different life behind closed doors. And a mother's rest gives these moms, especially, and the dads, you know, the opportunity to talk about those things privately. Buy in our soup if we need to, get it off our, off our chest to people who really understand it, and then go home and be like, okay, you know, when's the next retreat, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's just, it's hope, but you do, you do, you have to break, break folks out. It's just the way it works. Yeah, it, it, it does give, it, it gives, a, it gives that common ground. Everybody kind of knows where everybody's coming from. And you, you yeah. hit that reset button. It's a nice, yeah. just reset. Mm-hmm. So you have something called Porch Partners, right? Yes. Would you mind talking about that program? Sure. So uh, the Porch Partners is kind of how we started out uh, when we didn't have funding for the brick and mortar of our own. And that was to leverage the existing network of 8,000 bed and breakfast partners or inns that exist across the United States. I built out a list state by state of all of those B&Bs and I reach out to them periodically to invite them or to remind them that we're here and to invite them to participate. And what we ask them to do is to give us one or more weekends, Friday to Monday, where we block off the whole house. It's exclusively for our guests. And it's at $50 a night for the most part for for solo guests. Majority is women. Some locations are conducive to couples retreats and those are popular as well. You know, so we continue to build those. We lost a number of them during COVID shutdowns and they just went out of business. I mean, it was just, it's been really, really difficult to get through these last two years and God only knows what's, you know, how this year is going to go, but all I can do is, you know, keep looking at my calendar and know that I've got people coming next weekend and the weekend after and the weekend after. So I don't have time to slow down, but so we're, we just utilize those partners and they're so gracious. They love hosting us and many of them host more than once a year. So that's kind of how that started uh, before we bought our. And, and I mean, $50 a night, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some people that think, wow, that's expensive. But I think about what I paid for a hotel room, you know, in a desirable area. And I'm paying, it's not uncommon to pay 100, 120 or more right, for right. a nice room. And in a bed and breakfast, you're probably paying more than that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. usually it's, you know, anywhere, anywhere from 130 to, I mean, I've seen $250, $300 a night, just depending on the caliber of bed and breakfast and, you know, what the location is. Yes. You know, comparably speaking, you know, to pay like 160 for three full nights for breakfast is very inexpensive. However, our niche clientele really are those people who struggle 
with the funds. Now that's not an assumption to say that every special needs family is broke and can't get away. But the cost of that getaway is the number one reason that moms don't take that time for themselves. Childcare obviously is, is a close second, but the cost is just something that they are not often willing to spend on themselves when that might be their grocery bill, their electric bill for the month. You know, they're just not, they're just not. And so by keeping that cost low, as low as we can, you know, more people are willing to take the chance. And of course, when they come and they experience this, they're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this soon? You know, it's really, that's, that's the victory for us is the mental and the paradigm shift for them where they realize that investing in themselves just really can make every, just things so much better. Well, I think that phrase right there, Andrea, investing in themselves, and I'm writing it down. So I want to make sure I highlight it when I do the, uh, show notes, you're, you're not spoiling yourself, right? Uh-huh. You're not. I mean, what is it you tell me all the time? You can't pour from an empty cup. Right. You but know, we I- do it. So we do it all day, every day. Right. Okay. And, and so that's the conversation. You know, it's, it's a very cliche kind of thing because people use that phrase all the time, but there's a reason that they use that phrase is because it's true. And especially when you're caring for a child or an adult who you know, has disabilities or extra needs that keeps you in a caregiving mode. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you're not doing the best that you can to take care of them either. And I understand the logistics. Believe me, I live this every day. So I want folks to understand I have a teenager who's got Down syndrome and ADD and SPD. Okay. I feel you. Okay. So I'm not coming to these families from a place of, you know, outside and and looking in. I get it, which is why this works because I built this for myself. But, you know, and what's funny is that I'm the last one to take respite lives <laughs> because now I'm so busy running this organization. There's really no time for me. But, you know, Reese is doing Reese is doing better now in a place, you know, now where I where I can do that and still be comfortable. But, you know, we just try to try to get people to really live it. Come out, see us, take one weekend and just try and just try. And what I love even better about these weekends is that, you know, a lot of people, we've got over 8,000 people in our Facebook support group, 8,000 folks. And we're coming out next month. It's our five-year anniversary. 8,000 families have found us. Have 8,000 families been able to go on retreat? No. A lot of people just simply don't have the care or the coverage to, to get away, or we don't have a partner anywhere close to where they live, but it gives them hope. And it motivates some of those folks who believe or feel that they just don't have anyone to care for their child so they can go. It motivates them a little bit to look a little harder for resources around them and somebody who might be able to cover. And, you know, even if you're going back to your mom or your sisters or whatever to say, look, this place is like literally down the street. Can you help me out? Can you try even for two nights? Can I, is there some possible, you know? So it, it's motivating as well. And it gives people hope. They book out a year in advance. We've got Maryland and Georgia booked out for two solid years through the end of 2023 already. Whoa. Okay. The need is just so great. And the model that we have is so good, so beneficial, so effective, and so valuable for these caregivers that, you know, if I could open one in every state, I would. That, that's our plan. You know, I mean, that's the long term plan, but to have the donors the private donors really, who are able to fund the purchase of a home, a bed and breakfast type style home. That's who we're looking for more of. We've been blessed with this generous donor and a couple of other folks in between who've helped us with the first two. 
but you know, I hope to get the message out through this podcast today that we need diamonds, you know, who can help us purchase these properties outright and get them, you know, prepped and decorated and set up and ready to go and run. And or even I donate can, a property, I can, right? I mean, you wouldn't turn down a donation of a property, would you? It would really depend on how much work needed to be done on okay. it. Fair point. You know, and and so our ideal our ideal size is going to be seven to no more than ten rooms with private baths. So probably some place that's already been running as a bed and breakfast, or has the capacity to add bathrooms to it, but that has a minimum of seven guest rooms in it. I have a heart for historic homes, so you know we like to say that we are restoring history, hope, health, and heart here at AMR. And uh, so that's really what we'd be looking for is a historic property. But there's so many, you know, there's so many to choose from and, and just having the right donor who, who sees the impact that we're having and has the funds to write a check. I know you're out there. I know you're out there, folks. Come on. <laughs> and to a lesser degree, would, would if somebody couldn't donate to, say, purchase a home, would they be able to, let's say a listener was so inclined to say, well, you know, I can't give somebody, a, I can't give AMR a whole house, but maybe I can donate, you know, a weekend. You know, do you take donations to provide families that maybe they can't afford to the $50 a night or? Oh yeah. So we, that's already in place. We call that our yes fund okay. just so that I can say yes. If somebody comes to me and says, I really, you know, I'd really like to go, but I just can't even manage the 50 bucks. Yes. Register zero the ticket out. Here you go. Wow. Uh, so people people can contribute to that already. That's on our website. Wow. And then uh, you were, we were talking also that you've just started or you're starting something new called me time retreats, right? Because yeah. some people can't get the, even if they can't get the three full three days away. What's right. the me time? I love the name. So thank you. <laughs> you know, it, in my mind, I have, we haven't launched it quite yet. I have had conversations with our existing porch partners about it and all of them are on board to participate with that as well but in my mind it kind of works like AAA. you it's a membership program so it would be a hundred dollars you know one time hundred dollars but annually to be an, an official member of the me time program and then you would be eligible to book rooms with any of the participating partners across the country at a discounted rate. Now it wouldn't be at the $50 a night rate, but it would be anywhere from 25 to 50% off. And it would drastically increase the number of B&B partners that were able and willing to help us on a one, you know, one room or two room basis, as opposed to blocking off their whole house. And so that would make the respite doesn't give you the same intimate fellowship feel that you have when you're there for the three nights on our regular retreats. The people who are in acute need or desperately, you know, or just can't travel distances or, you know, need it close by, then they would be able to participate in that and, and just book, the, book it themselves. So it wouldn't be booked on our website the way that our retreats are. They would contact the participating B&Bs to book whatever rooms they have available on the weekend that they are able to go. That's, or midweek, awesome. you know, whatever works. So we're just trying to fill in the gaps that way the best that we can, because I get it, you know, and, and we are limited. We're always going to be limited in the number of partners who are able to host those three night retreats because, you know, a lot of partners have lots of 
charitable things that they like to do. You know, some of them like to do only military families or, you know, lots of different things. And so, so unless that, unless that innkeeper or the owner has a heart for what it is that we're doing, and they're also in a financial position to be able to offer that at that discounted rate for the whole weekend, once or more than once a year, you know, we're always going to be limited. And especially in those locations like California and Texas and Florida, you know, coastal locations, you know, they don't really have a down season. So they don't, you know, they're booked all the time anyway. And, you know, so there's, there's limitations, but okay. So how do we get around those limitations? We work with you to expand our network, offer that to you onesie twosie as you're able to go. And that's, so that's, that's the plan. That's anyway. awesome. And, and I, I want to give a shout out to all the porch partners that are out there in these bed and breakfast, because it's pretty incredible that they, they that they're even anybody is willing to, to mark down as much as they are speaking as a business owner. It, it's yeah. hard. It and is. Now you're, you're, you're maintaining a home. You're and it's, it's not like mass produced hotel room where Hilton you have, you know, all it, it's a whole different, oftentimes the innkeepers are the people taking care of the houses, the, the beds and preparing the meals. And, you know, and, and it says bed and breakfast, but every time I've been to one, there's just so much more that you can't put into words that you get there, you know, it, it's just, it's the feeling, it really feels like a home. It doesn't feel so sterile, I think might be the yeah. word I'm looking for. It's you a know? very intimate, intimate sanctuary is kind of, and that's, that's why we only use those. You know, I've had a lot of people ask, well, why don't you build partnerships with, you know, the hotel chains and get discounts on the hotel chains? And I'm like, well, you know, we could, but that's not the feel that I'm trying to create for our guests. You know, I'm looking for a and b feel. And, and I'm asking because I, I just don't know, but is there any room for like a VRBO or Airbnb type thing to, to work with you? Or is that too, is that a different um, model? I, I don't know. Well, they can. And we have had a number of people, even in our own group, who have seen the success and the need and have opened their own small house, you know, maybe two or three bedrooms or whatever. And they, they manage those bookings separately. And that's, and that's fine for liability purposes. We don't list those as events on our website because, that makes sense. you know, the, the licensed bed and breakfasts have insurance that makes sense. and, you know, and structure and like our, you know, our ends do. Yeah. Um, so I'm totally open to those and we'll post about them in our group so that those individuals who might be interested can contact the, the renter or the VRBO uh, owner, but we don't set them up as part of the pro. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And, and, you know, thinking about it, you know, liability is a very real thing, you know, accidents happen. So let's talk about how we can support, how the listeners can support a mother's rest, how they can help get the word out about you. I'm a, I've been a raving fan since I learned about you probably four or five years ago. I've, I've read an article about it. Right. And I've been trying to, add, you know, evangelize your mission since then. And then we met, we met for that first time. <laughs> I think, didn't we meet uh, or then you, you brought me to the Montgomery County meeting and, you know, we just kind of started from there. So, yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I want to help, you know, and I have listeners all over the country and all over the world Obviously, you're not global yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to, you know, let people know. I mean, are you still doing the brick drive where you're, you're looking to get bricks for the, for the Georgia house? Or Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so what's, what's that? Um, our house 
in North Georgia has got this beautiful long 15 by 40 foot front walkway. And we are trying to refinish that in engraved bricks. And I call it a welcome walk. So on our website, you can find that fundraiser on there. It's easy to do. You order it online. You can personalize it with whatever you want to in honor of your family or your civic group or just put some words of encouragement for the people who are coming to that house that literally welcomes them into this beautiful 1879 home that we have down there. So, you know, we have a long way to go with those. I'd love for people to purchase bricks because we have a lot of projects and upgrades and improvements to do down in Georgia yet. So that's a great way to support us there and to, you know, create something meaningful and permanent for your own family. I I got goosebumps, Andrea, when I was thinking about four, five, six moms who at their wits end, burned out, coming down this walk and just all these words of encouragement flowing into them before they even open the door. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps saying it out loud, right? It's just like, oh my God, that would be amazing. Yep, yep. And, you know, our, at the front door, uh, normally on a front door, you have a wreath or, you know, something like that. But ours just says, welcome home. You know, that's, welcome home. Because that's what it becomes. We have a lot of repeat guests because they come the first time and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm building this into my life. I deserve this. I need this. I'm a better person when I've had this time, you know, so it becomes home. Yeah. So we have the, we have the brick, we have obviously the, the money, you know, the financial donation donations, you know, check cash visa, whatever you're on Amazon smile, right? They can Mm -hmm. search a mother's rest on Amazon smile. Yep. I saw something on there. I've never heard of before eBay does oh sure mm-hmm. i people have no who, idea people who do a lot of selling on ebay they can actually choose a charity and they can give you know set a particular percentage of the sale of whatever it is that they are selling and then that money comes to us when they sell it wow and, and i easy. want and i want listeners to understand why i'm i'm high, i'm focusing so much on fundraising because in the past when i had nonprofits on i i touched on it but i didn't we didn't spend as much time. It's because you're not just providing a service, right? And you're not just a product. You have two living, breathing homes that you're maintaining. And mm-hmm. they're not just, you know, tw- built in the 20, you know, 20th century, 21st century with all the insulation and all the latest accoutrements. These are, as you said, historic homes mm-hmm. that I believe Maryland is on reg- historic register, right? So you have to meet certain requirements. Both, both of them it. are on the historic registry. Yeah, the one in Maryland was built in 1798. But, you know, I mean, it, even, even that part of it, though, there's always improvements. You know, there's always things that come up that need to be replaced. Like, you know, right now we need to replace the windows in Maryland. We're working on replacing some of the windows in Georgia, which pains me, but just needs to happen because they're just bad and uncomfortable. And, you know, so anytime we get into a new inn, there's always things that we didn't know we were going to need, right? So it's always like $200,000 more than the purchase price of the house. And we find it as we go along, but there's just always things. And of course, now here we're dealing with inflation, you know, the cost of everything is higher for our families, but it's also higher for us. So all the supplies and materials that we have to, you know, that we need on a monthly basis are higher as well. So we, but we've committed to keeping the requested donation in Maryland and Georgia at $50 so that it's not gonna change the impact on the families who want and are able to come. 
But what that means is that we still need ongoing support, additional support, because what the guests donate does not cover all of our expenses. So you can set up monthly giving for either one of those locations or a large one-time donation. You can even sponsor a room, which okay. is so cool because then you have your family name or whatever on a plaque in the room. We just have lots of ways to make a very strong impact these families. Another thing that I'd like to encourage people to do is to go read some of our reviews. And those are testimonials from these parents and caregivers who have gone to various locations. And they can find that on greatnonprofits.org. And I'm going to include a link so people don't have to look for it. Great yeah, or I can, I can email you with the actual, our specific link okay. um, that you can include. That would be fine. But, you know, I think that reading through some of those just briefly really hits you as, as uh, how much this matters to these, these women mostly, but we also hold the dad's retreats. We hold couples retreats down in Georgia. And uh, this year we're expanding to in include more adoptive family retreats, more adopt military family retreats as well, including the veterans themselves. So not just as caregivers, but also the veterans themselves, male and female. That's incredible. And thank you for acknowledging the female veterans. Absolutely. Uh, they're often overlooked. The, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I just finished or I'm finishing a book called Already Toast. And it was about a woman who's caregiving, you, uh, who's uh, caregiving. <laughs> Did I write that husband. book? I'm pretty sure I wrote that book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, it's so funny that ironic. I don't know. I don't know the right words, but it's like the people that need to know how much caregivers are going through are typically, are probably not the people that are buying the book. It's probably the people that have lived it, done it, mm -hmm. you know, can relate to it that are getting the book. So it's, it's almost like the audience. And I'm hoping that, that this podcast is reaching the different audience. It's the audience who needs to know about you. Isn't just the families who need to help. It's also all of those families who may not need to help but they, they, they feel very strongly they, they want to give somebody a hand up instead of a handout. And there's yes. no other way that I can think of that has more impact than to give somebody the bandwidth to focus on their job, to focus mm -hmm. on their relationship and to focus on themselves. And that's really what I feel like respite does. Yes. So I, yes. I, I really, but this is why I'm such a huge believer in your mission, Andrea. It's why I've always been an evangelizer of you is, is I just, I haven't found anybody else that's doing it the way you're doing it. There's nobody doing it the way we're doing it. We are the first of our kind in the nation, you know, and other organizations may pop up that, that want to expand this or do it a little bit differently or do it the same. I don't care by all means. I'm not going to, you know, copyright our, our service model. My goodness, the more the merrier. I mean, it takes it off of me if somebody else takes it on. You know, I mean, whoever you're serving, serve. There shouldn't be competition in this in this community we should all be on the same page if we're providing respite then get out there and do it you know but if you want to come under the umbrella of a mother's rest let's talk about that too you know do you have ideas let's talk about it and see and see how we can partner to serve more people because you know we're never going to be able to help everybody right. and the truth is that you know not every parent of a child with special needs or you know caregiver is burned out you right. know i mean there, there are plenty of people who've got who are doing okay you know but a mother's rest is so much for those people who really just don't have a place to fit in yeah. afraid to talk about the challenges that they're you know dealing with the darkness and the loneliness and the 
stress. And that's not in any way to take away from our loved ones. The, the facts are the facts, you know, I mean, it just, it, it doesn't mean that it just means we need space to let go, say it in real words and get it off our chest to people who are not going to judge us. Right. And so that's really what, you know, what we're trying to create space. And I would like to add to that, that it's my hope when somebody goes to, to, to a mother's rest, they can remind themselves that their identity is just not caregiver. Right. That, that there, that there's more to them than being a caregiver. And I feel like that that's a lot of times what happens is you get so wrapped in, in that identity that, and I've seen this firsthand when the person dies or something happens and you're no longer the caregiver, people are lost. You forgot who you are. And that's a very common experience, especially for women. And that's, uh, you know, another thing, you know, trying to help these, these women mostly mm-hmm. find that little girl that they've lost, that they feel that they've lost because they've poured so much in that who they were, what they were, they don't even know how to be that person anymore. Yeah. And, you know, they may not find that in one weekend, but we host them for three nights as opposed to two, because that's when this physiological decompression actually happens on that third night. And perhaps you're making lifelong friendships or, or, Oh, so you know. many. I mean, I can't even count the number of, you know, sometimes we'll get a group of, of total strangers in there who just click so well that they'll message me and say, Hey, can we schedule a private group for us next year? Because they built such a great relationship just on that weekend. And we do those all the time. So that's a huge victory too, is, is to be able to, to find a new clan, your own little, I hate to use the word click in a positive way, but you know, just people you trust and get along with well, and, and not just on the special needs front, but you may have the same political views, the same faith-based views, the same, you know, connect on lots of different levels. And, and that's what we're here to do. That's awesome. So as we wind down, Andrea, what's the best way for people to get in contact with a mother's rest? Because I don't want you being inundated with emails unless that's well, what you that, want. But. <laughs> without sounding crass, I am a mother's rest. So for right now, you know, we function on a skeleton crew. Um, 90% of our, more than 90% of the funds that come in go to support the ends themselves because they are the program. And, you know, so if people need to reach me, want to reach me, the best way is via email to start with. If you desire a phone call back, I can set up a call with them after we talk on email. I'm also readily available on Facebook Messenger. So I can give people my contact information for that after we talk on email. But my email address is innkeeper, I-N-N-K-E-E-P-E-R at amothersrest.org. And I'll include that in the show notes as well, Andrea. And the, the, the last question would be, if somebody wanted to reach out because they, they, they love your mission, and I'm, I, I don't mean this hyperbolic, I don't mean to be sensational but I've, I've i've had people reach out to me saying they, they love what i'm doing and they want to they want to be a part of it mm-hmm. if somebody does that are you accepting are you looking for volunteers are you looking for are there ways somebody could volunteer and help you perhaps or is that something that they should at least reach out to you by email and you can have a conversation email definitely to start with we don't really have a need for hands-on volunteers so much except at the ends if they're if they happen to be local to Newmarket or to Mount Airy, Georgia, that, you know, that might be an option. But as far as, you know, potentially taking on some kind of board role, 
or if they have, you know, networking contacts who can help us with funding or finding a new property, you know, message me, email me and let's talk about, you know, whatever it is that you're able to, you know, now I will say the one thing, if you're local to either one of those locations, one of the things that we'd really like to be able to do is to provide breakfast or even just baked goods or something like that is so nice when the ladies wake up and they've got a little something there for them. Because we are not set up as a commercial property, we don't have a commercial kitchen, which means that we do not provide breakfast like a regular bean. So our respite inns function much more like an Airbnb. So if we have local people to Newmarket, Frederick area, whatever, or to Habersham County in Georgia, Mount Airy, Georgia, who would be willing to, you know, step up and do a few breakfasts or bring just something. I don't care. Bagels, donuts, what, just whatever. It's just a nice little treat for the ladies to have there. So you can contact me and then I can connect you with either of our innkeepers in those locations to coordinate, you know, not a meal train really, but just a date that you'd be interested in, in bringing that. So we have it on the calendar. This has been awesome, Andrea. Before I let yeah. you go, was there anything I should have asked that I didn't ask? Or is there anything you want to make sure you, you, you let people know about? The only thing I think that we missed or didn't, didn't spend much time on was talking about our retreats for men. Okay. So like I mentioned, we do host retreats for male veterans, but we also host multiple retreats each year at, in Maryland and in Georgia for men. Okay. So whether you're a special needs dad or your wife, is ill and you're caring for her or you're caring for your parents, we strongly encourage guys to come. Now, it's a very different experience. And I think that you can attest to this to yourself. You know, what we have found is that when, when the ladies come, they talk about their kids and their daily life and that's it. And when the guys come, there is no discussion about their children whatsoever. They want to connect and talk about other things, which is yep. just so, so interesting to me, yep. but they love it. So many guys, you know, wives are like, oh, my husband would never come. You know, it's just not that kind of guy. And I'm like, book it. Okay, book it for him and kick him out the door because they love it. And they book week after week. So we have like six dad's retreats, four to six dad's retreats in either both of these locations. I really encourage the men to come out because just because you don't know anybody, you don't have to speak to anybody if you don't want to. Can be totally on your own, just like you did. You know, you slept in that one day, and then what? It was like four o'clock the next morning. You messaged me, and you're already up top Afton Mountain or whatever, wherever you were. I'm like, it's really early. It's really, really earlier. I remember that. So you know, but that's the freedom that these freestyle retreats give you. So I want the guys to know that they're not going to be thrown into group crafts and stuff like that. Okay, there's no expectation of that. You guys just sit around the fire pit or the chimney or whatever. We have a pool in Georgia that you can hang out at. You know, it's just so much to do in both of these locations that you can be on your own or make new friends. Yeah, I, I, I do want to, and, and that was my oversight. I do want to make sure men know that. Speaking as a dude who doesn't like other people very much, you know, I'm just, I'm not a very social guy. Yeah. We're not looking, you know, I don't think I would, so when I hear retreat, my first word, go, my first, my mind goes to this place like, oh, great. We're going to hold hands around a fire singing Kumbaya. No. And it's not like that at all. And I, I do no. want to make sure people, you know, dudes know that. Yeah, <laughs> and we, fully, you know, we fully recognize that, that men carry their stress differently and they release their stress differently. So that's why we don't do an equal number of men's and women's retreats. Women tend to be the primary caregivers of, you know, and so that's just why that focus is mostly for women. But the guys really love 
both locations. And we've had guys from Maryland drive all the way to the Georgia location just to go to that new place. So it's worth the drive. And, uh, you know, wherever you get the chance, please go. Awesome. We have we have a special we have a separate Facebook group just for the guys. It's called the Atlas Club. And so not that there's a whole lot of crying and complaining in that group, but at least you guys have your own space to talk about things. And I can announce new retreats that are coming up for you all. And you don't have to be in the main support group where all the mamas are crying. <laughs> all day long. Okay, so I give you some like you know mom free space over here at the Atlas Club. <laughs> oh man. This, this has been fantastic, Andrea. Thank, Thank you, you for, for making the time to, to talk with me. I'm, I'm looking forward to putting this out there. And, you know, I really hope more people, specifically men, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> if you've been thinking about it or putting it off, just book it. It's 50 bucks, dude. And if you change your mind at the last minute, I'll be mad. At least you took the first step, you know, like hope that more will, will join us and this will encourage more women to join us who haven't ever been before. Yeah, no, this, this has been fantastic. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the ABCs of Disability Planning interview with Andrea Roberts and A Mother's Rest. I hope you took something away from it. I really encourage you to check out her website. It'll be in the show notes. And schedule a retreat for you or your spouse or maybe someone you love. Maybe you don't have a child with a disability, but you, you've got a friend or a sibling, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, and you just know they're going through it with caregiving and they're burned out. Register a room with them. Go to a mother's rest. See if you can get them a, get them a weekend retreat. Get on their Facebook group. You know, Find out what the community is all about. Really, really participate you know, I've, I've had other guests on this podcast who have shared that it's the, the power of being in a community that has really helped them. Well, here is a community you can be a part of. Again, thank you for listening. I ask you to do three things. First and foremost, please leave me a review on whatever podcast player you are listening to. The second thing I ask you to do is share it with somebody that you think will benefit or could benefit or just likes podcasts. And the third thing I'm going to ask you to do is really take a moment to reflect and are you giving yourself the opportunity for self-care that you deserve? If you're not, and most of us are not, whether we have children with disabilities or not, if you're not, what is one thing you can do this year to change that?